Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to No Budget Nightmares. This is Mo. He's a bad film hating while I skating all the while masturbating. That's, That's Mo Pawn. Yeah. yeah. And with me is the one and only Doug Tilly. D- don't you mean as always? Do I? Don't you say with me as always is the one and only Doug Tilly? Yeah, sometimes. I don't know. Whatever. Say it again. Okay. <laughs> and with me as always is the one and only Doug Tilly. He's bow, Doug Tilly, number bow, one super bow, guy. Bow, bow, bow. I'll leave all that in. <laughs> Gives a shit. Such a stickler. <laughs> I'm a stickler, Mo. That's true. <laughs> you should just I'm keep. A, you should just keep that whole thing in there. I'm a detail-oriented individual. That's why I put that on my resume. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mo. Mo. Uh-huh. How are you feeling about Nightmare Museum, Mo? Uh, it's still the. <laughs> it still firmly holds the worst ever title. So. I feel yeah. like I've been thinking about it a lot more than I think about most of the movies that we cover on No Budget Nightmares. I have to tell you, I have given it exactly zero thought since we recorded that episode. I saw online a picture of a Barbie doll mm-hmm. a couple days ago, and it, it gave me weird trauma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just sitting there thinking to yourself, when is this going to start having sex? Yeah, you guys going to fuck or what? Yeah, it's like, I, you know, I paid good money But unfortunately, for it was my niece. Oh, Jesus I don't have a niece. Anyway, Mo, we don't have to ever talk about Nightmare Museum again, so I should get off that topic. But I will say that um, the response to our episode on Nightmare Museum was very um, sympathetic. (laughs) (laughs) So most of it was, sorry you guys had to watch that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I was getting a lot of that, too. uh, My condolences. Well, we were smart, Mo, porn. Uh, and we followed up the choice of Nightmare Museum with something that we figured was going to be... Well, <laughs> oh, we're idiots. We figured that there's no possible way that it could be in the same category of terribleness as Nightmare Museum. Uh, and, and, I mean, uh, it ca- it's not. It's not. Yeah. And in fact, it would have been very, very unlikely for that to be the case. Yeah. And it was. However... It still is a movie that might firmly be placed on the top 10 worst movies ever covered on No Budget Nightmares. Oh, yeah. Definitely top 10. Might Abs- be top five. Uh, oh, it could maybe, be. Maybe top six. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm yeah. a stickler. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, you know, like, like giving it a, uh, like, I, like, for me, it might be number six. Number six? Like, in my top 10. Number six? Number six? All right. <laughs> all all right. right. Number nine. Okay. <laughs> Mo, how have you been since the last episode? Not, not bad, you know. Don't, don't they seem to be coming so much faster? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, we, we record, and uh, and then next thing you know, it's like, when's the next good day for you to record? I'm like, we just fucking recorded. 
<laughs> it's true, but that's the thing about bi-weekly recording. It's, the thing about uh, my other podcast is uh, Eric Roberts is the fucking man, available at ericrobertsisthemand.com. Uh-huh. Shameless plug! <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to plug that that often. That's but true. Uh, th- that one is kind of tightly scheduled, right? Because we always have a guest on. Right. But this one, it's very much a case of... Mo, we have to do this. I know, like I know when it has to be released, which is this Friday. So we need to sit down sometime before Friday. <laughs> you know, uh, ideally at least twenty four hours before. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, and it, it does kind of crack me up how it's almost always how like we were originally like, well, I'm off on Mondays, so we'll we'll record on Mondays, and then like every week since it's been like, well, how's Thursday for you? Yeah, it's, so it's always us recording on Thursday night and me re- editing it on Friday, which is why. It's it's coming out at like 8.30 or 9 o'clock p.m. Yeah. Uh, we are jackasses. That's the point. That's what listeners should take away that was from the imp- That was the important thing about this conversation is that we are, in fact, jackasses. Yes. Jackass. And I also wanted just to throw in here, Mo. Yes. That we love our listeners. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, we do. No, yeah. we we do. Uh, it's we you know do. it's days like today that make make us love them a little bit less. But yeah, yeah. here's here's the thing about that mo is our listeners. <laughs> some, one of our <laughs> listeners was the person who recommended we watch this movie. I can't remember which listener it was. I have my suspicions, but uh, <laughs> whoever it was, please make yourself known. <laughs> So we can yell at you on the Facebook group. Uh, no, but uh, the movie that was chosen for us, which is Wrath of the Skunk Ape from uh, 1997 or 1998. Who knows? Um, that movie is not one that I had ever encountered before. I uh, encountered the director and some of his other movies um, kind of offhandedly. I think I, I own one of his more recent ones. Uh, but um, there was certainly – I had no indication of, of how good or bad Wrath of the Skunk Ape was going to be going in. And that's exciting, Mo. That's a really exciting feeling, don't you think? Uh, you know, <laughs> after Nightmare Museum, I, I get a, a, a sense of dread a little bit of, of the unknown because we didn't know much about Nightmare Museum either. And that turned into such a colossal piece of shit. But it it does have a certain exciting appeal to it. Now, uh, I do want to mention, before we get into the movie proper, uh, that Mm. this movie, Wrath of the Skunk Ape, is available to watch for free, legally, on YouTube. It is. So, if after our conversation, after listening to us talk about it, you want to go experience it yourself, you can. Uh, You will, of course, get the... (laughs) just about the full experience just from listening to us talk about it. It's true. But, if you want to put yourself through it, we can't stop you. Legally, we can't stop you. Little fun fact about Wrath of the Skunk Ape's uh, YouTube presence. Uh, it has been on YouTube since, two th- since 2012. Mm-hmm. It only has 596 views, uh-huh. two thumbs up, and one thumb down. <laughs> well, I have to say, I did not give it the thumbs down. I didn't either. I, I, I... I have a podcast to give it a thumbs down. <laughs> <It's that. laughs> yeah. This movie sucks, Mo. Yeah. It's really bad. But um, I do have to say, I I have to apologize. Uh-oh. Because it was my responsibility to choose the movie. What, what happened was, listeners, this is just pulling back the curtain a little bit, is that about a year and a half, two years ago, we asked for suggestions of movies to cover on No Budget Nightmares. And I was the fool who listened to our listeners and made a list in uh, on Google uh, Docs 
of some of these potential movies. And recently, since we've been um, going through them a little bit faster, I returned to this list and I was like, what's on here? That sounds interesting. And I was the one who then spoke the words Wrath of the Skunk Ape. Yeah, I mean, and don't forget that we have, uh, you know, because you, I know you keep going back to that, to that, uh, you know, listener generated list. We uh-huh. have, we have our other list too that we, yeah. can, we can go back to. Oh, there's not, there, look. Here's the thing: <laughs> we could do, we could do a thousand episodes of the show easy. It's not like there's any like uh, uh, a limit on the number. I mean, in fact, they're being made every day. There's lots yeah. more no budget shit out there. Constant. But when you see a movie called Wrath of the Skunk Ape, you start thinking, hey. That could be a lot of fun. A skunk ape? I don't even know what that is, Mo. They don't either. Nope. So the real blame for this movie has to go to the director, writer, actor, Mike C. Hartman. And it's, uh, as I mentioned before, he's gone on to make a number of low-budget movies, including Detroit Blood City. Detroit Blood... Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Blood Orgy at Beaver Lake. Well, that's that's a good one. Yeah, and uh, and recently in 2014, or his most recent directorial credit, is Chubby's. I have a copy of Blood Orgy at Beaver Lake around here somewhere, but we're going back to the beginning of his career, all the way back to 1997. Yeah, What were I, you doing in 1997, Mo? Uh, I was a junior in high school. What were you listening to in 1997? Pro- probably a lot of Misfits, to be honest. I was mm-hmm. punk as fuck in high school. Danzig or post Danzig Misfits? Um, mostly Danzig era, but I mean, I I never had anything against Michael Graves, so I probably had uh, you know, American Psycho on every now and again. Did you ever do your hair like uh, the members of the Misfits? Uh, y- yeah, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. I mean, I had a big mohawk back then, so like I didn't. Mo, Mo who do you prefer? Oh, Danzig era Misfits, post Danzig era Misfits. Or the Misfits from Jim and the Holograms. Oh, the Misfits from Jim and the Holograms. Definitely. All right, I'm glad. I mean, it says, it says it right in the song. They are the Misfits. Their songs are better. I mean, They're going to get you. Yeah. Jim. Anyway, Mike Man. C. Hartman, back in 1997, he wasn't listening to the Misfits. Or if he was, he was doing it concurrently while making a movie called Wrath of the Skunk Ape, which runs a big 43 minutes, something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a short movie, a short film, you might say. In fact, Fa- it, it, it's even shorter than that because it has a lengthy closing credits. Yeah, it's like seven minutes of closing credits. And, and by the time the credits start rolling, you're like, thank fucking goodness. Now, Mo, what is a skunk ape? I don't know. It's it, I mean, my it's, understanding. It's, it's a guy in a monkey suit. Yeah, there is a guy in a monkey suit in this movie. Yeah. Now, Mo, did you watch um, <laughs> Personal Space Invader? I, uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Directed by Adam Rye Thorne, friend mm-hmm. of the show. Yep. And uh, and they had a monkey suit as well. They did. And it was actually a better monkey suit than the one in Wrath of the Skunk Ape. Yeah, this monkey suit's pretty fucking terrible. I mean, I- I'll give it credit. It's better than the giant tits from Suburban Sasquatch. <laughs> but, you know, it is a pretty fucking terrible monkey suit. Like, the face the monkey's permanently making is pretty awful. Now, also, I don't know why it's called a skunk ape, but there are references to the ape itself uh, farting a lot. That's what I assumed. Like once I re- once you hear the guy, you know, going on and on and on about the ape farting because it likes the beans. You know, uh, oh my god, <laughs> I, I felt like the wind go out of your sails when you were saying that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's it, and then he says it again and again and all right. Um, but okay, yeah. Let- We'll, we'll jump into it in a second, Mo, but let's just give a quick summary of the movie as a whole. There's only really three characters. Yep. 
there it's almost all unwatchably dark like you can't see what's going on for probably 20 minutes of the movie and honestly some of that you're very thankful for because it's weird sex scene stuff yeah. and you're like thank goodness i can't see any of this uh, like there is a whole lengthy section that seems to be lit entirely by a campfire yeah yeah there is that's a very odd decision yeah it's um, Bar- barry linden it's not and oh jeez <laughs> Well, these candles spread all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, and also... That might be the most intellectual reference I've ever made. <laughs> I was shocked to hear you say it. I was shocked that I understood it when you said it. <laughs> but also, all of the dialogue in this movie, or at least... I would say... You know what? I'll say everything except maybe the news broadcast at the beginning seems to have been improvised. Well, yeah. You know the, you know the news program at the beginning wasn't because he's reading it directly off a page, <laughs> but... <laughs> News broadcast, Mo, our uh, favorite thing. And I got to tell you, I actually kind of like this one. Because Me too. I, because I like how, the, you know, A, the character who's doing the news broadcasting is just thoroughly ridiculous. But also the uh, the MS Paint drawn uh, <laughs> over the shoulder picture. Uh, just fantastic. So almost an admirable lack of effort has gone into the making of Wrath of the Skunk Ape, which really, you know, we joked about Nightmare Museum it looking like it was made in a couple of afternoons. Wrath of the Skunk Ape, if this was filmed in more than a day, I would be fucking shocked. Well, yeah, I mean, I figure within within a 24-hour period because yeah. there because there are I mean, there are day shots, there are night shots, and then there are day shots again. Now, <laughs> Fair enough. You know, and, and since this doesn't look like it had any like real professional editing done to it, um, they just shot it in sequence. You think? It, I, I think I think a lot of this was just straight up shot in sequence. Uh, it's I'll say that that they give them at least a twenty four hour period. I will give them a twenty four hour period. Wrath of the Skunk Ape starts with the introduction of one of our main characters, Klaus. Klaus, dir- played by Mike C. Hartman. Uh, is Klaus does Klaus ever refer to himself as Klaus? I don't believe so. This movie is one of those movies that are not good with names, but as I mentioned in a previous episode, probably only Mo and I care about that this much because we have to put it in our notes. Yeah, I care a lot about that. Yeah, me too. It fucking, <laughs> it really pisses me off when we're like three quarters of the way through the movie and like no characters introduce themselves to any other character. Right. But this is Klaus, and he's just sort of raving. I didn't know what the fuck he was saying most of the time. I, a- I didn't. His accent is so fucking bad and it's so over the top that like I, I literally had very a very hard time understanding anything that was coming out of his head. Uh, coming out of his mouth hole, I should say. <laughs> uh, I, the one thing I sort of understood was that uh, was that there's... Well, that, that you know what? That's not even at the beginning. I don't even know what the fuck he's saying at the beginning. To the point, to the point that my notes literally just say opens with a German saying stuff. So it's it's the director with a horrible German accent. Oh, it's awful and so strong. And of course, the audio is terrible too. So combine that all together with him just ranting about nonsense. And my note says, "Man in hat is upset with strong accent." <laughs> <laughs> That's as detailed as my notes got in that opening. But thankfully- that actually sounds like half of my notes for this movie. <laughs> and then he turns on the TV, Mo, and we get Action News 69. Yep. It's a, it's a news broadcast. We here at No Budget Nightmares, we've mentioned it many times before. And we'll mention it again. We love it. We I should make- love it. 
I should make a super cut on oh, YouTube. Oh, you so of should. Just fake news segments from the movies that we cover on yeah. the show. Actually, that's a great fucking idea. Note to self: <laughs> do a super cut of awful news broadcast. It seems like every third or second low budget, no budget movie that we cover has one of these fake news broadcasts that looks so much not like a news broadcast. Yeah. This one is actually this one is playing for laughs, of course. Um, but this, it also, is, this is one of my favorite ones. I mean, my favorite one, of course, of all time is Things. But <laughs> but this this is up there. This is this is one of the very this is one of the very few good moments of the entire film. And the broadcast itself, it, it's in the style of like a 1950s <laughs> news broadcast. So it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. the guy is sitting in front of a typewriter uh, and he's smoking a cigarette. And his name is what is his name? Mo? His name is Harry Schlong Jr. Let's hear Harry Schlong Jr. <laughs> introduce himself. Oh, Harry, this just in. Just in, news report, huh? All right, am I on? You're on, roll him. Oh, Harry. Hello, folks, <laughs> it's me again, Harry Schlong Jr. with a rude paw. Seems here, found a stinky thumbs up. Uncle hot on the trail of the skunk ape again. Skunk ape? Oh, boy, not again. So that, I mean, that's all really important information. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's Harry Schlong telling us about uh, uh, Stinky Thumbs, who's going to be our main character for the rest of this movie. And how would you describe Stinky Thumbs, Mo? Oh, God. All right. Stinky Thumbs is a uh, <laughs> uh, like a country bumpkin type uh-huh. um, who has a penchant for repeating himself a lot. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's sort of like... Uh, He's not really like Foghorn Leghorn. That's a bad comparison. That's a bad comparison, yeah. But he just kind of rambles and says the same shit over and over again. And he's very, very interested in capturing a skunk ape because uh, a skunk ape killed his brother. brother. As we hear many, many times yeah. over in this film. So Harry Schlong Jr. tells us in his news report that he does not believe in the skunk ape. Um, and uh, he just talks about how the National Enquirer is reporting on it weekly because it's this big national thing. Uh, and that's really the gist of his news report. Yeah. <laughs> There's not really else, not much else to it, except that he says that the report is going to be followed by low-fat cooking with Greg Hunt, chef extraordinaire. <laughs> you know, it's funny. They keep, uh, he keeps, like, between him and Klaus, they mention Stinky Thumbs' name uh-huh. ov- over and over again. They mention it, like, three or four times. Uh-huh. I missed it every single time. So it's not until, like, way later in the movie when the character actually introduces himself that I realized that that was the guy they were talking about at the beginning of the yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I didn't connect it together. That, that's yeah. the character that, that was being referred to. By the way, Mo, I went, to, I went to junior high with a guy named Mike Hunt. Of course you did. No, I, I absolutely did. I went to school with a guy named Mike Raffone. <laughs> and I'm also not kidding. My mother went to school with a woman named Crystal, middle name Shonda, Last name Lear. Oh, that's so crazy because I did too. I think we actually discussed this before. I think, weird... I, I, think we, I think we actually have had this conversation. That's very weird. <laughs> but no, I totally went to school with a guy named Mike Hunt. And the fucking weird thing is that he didn't go by Michael. He, he was totally – he was so – like when they announced his name in, if, if like the principal had to call someone to the office, he would say Mike Hunt because he refused to go by Michael. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it does cut briefly back to Klaus, who goes, "I will conquer Stinky Thumbs Arbuckle." Yeah, uh, yeah. 
That was, by the way, me yelling that just then was way better. Way better. So, yeah. my, Mike, if you're looking for an actor for your next movie, here I am. Uh, so, what is what is Klaus's plan here? What's his uh, what's his end game? Well, the German. Oh, uh, no, no, he, no, no. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. Um, no, he he hatches a plan. Could be to... bred and slaughtered. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <sighs> so he hatches a plan to capture the skunk ape to breed them with women right. to create sort of a master race of skunk ape people. Yes, and that is fucking dumb, but that is what the plot of the movie is, though I have to be honest, I forgot that that's what it was until... Until the end, yeah. Until the end, when it comes back. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and I predicted that too. I was actually watching this with my roommate, and I, I feel bad. I feel bad for them for... Well, I asked them, I said, hey, you want to watch a, a shitty movie with me? And they're like, yeah, sure, why not? And I'm like, all right. So I pop it on the big TV, and and like, like I've seen... We've seen so many of these at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it becomes... Like really easy to predict what's gonna happen in them sometimes, <laughs> and so this one I, I said to her, uh, my roommate, I said, I guarantee you this character will disappear until the end of the movie and only come back uh, because they'll remember later. Oh right, there was a storyline that we were supposed to be following. It's exactly what happened. I mean, we see him a couple more times in the movie, but like it's the same thing with like what was that other one that I oh, fuck it, it doesn't even matter. Uh, because I could literally be describing half the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The funny yeah. thing is, you're right. It does kind of cut back to Klaus throughout the movie. Yeah. But because the beginning is in this dark room, I didn't recognize it was the same fucking guy. I yeah, I was calling him Super Douche. Uh, yeah. for, for a while, because and then he started talking. I'm like, oh, that's Klaus. <laughs> Boy, we're not very good at movies. He's he's <laughs> really. I mean, well, he like because he has like that fucking like super douchebag look to him. Yeah, he's wearing like a Panama hat. And yeah, shit. yeah. So that leads into the opening credits. Bitch, Bitchcraft Creations brings you Wrath of the Skunk Ape. I actually really, I actually really dig that logo, the bitch, yeah. the Bitchcraft logo. And I actually, I like cool. the opening synth theme by Slasher Dave yeah, during so. uh, the opening as well. And that brings us Mo to the topic of music. Oh my god, this this <laughs> this this movie. <laughs> One one of my favorite fucking moments in this in this movie is we're introduced introduced to this like crew of douchebags and uh, and like like you I don't know if like he changed if he changed the music in it just for the YouTube release or for the DVD release or whatever but like Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith starts playing (laughs) and then it was almost like nope nope can't use this one and it just cuts over to some like banjo jamboree kind of music and it's really. it's strange because you're right. At that part, it just has like the first like five seconds of sweet emotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. But later, there are full scenes that in the background they have, I mean, totally recognizable. Like there's two Johnny Cash songs on yeah. the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Counting flowers on the walls and this upcoming scene. And there's one notable part, and I'll point it out, where the main theme to Phantom of the Opera the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical plays in the background. We actually have a sound clip of it. And I, I, I think that was my favorite part of the entire movie. <laughs> so after the opening credits, Mo, we get a guy in a cowboy hat. Ugh. And this man is Stinky Thumbs. Stinky Thumbs Arbuckle. Stinky Thumbs Arbuckle, though. We, like, I didn't know name, that at this The point. name doesn't even fucking, like, it doesn't flow. It's so hard. It's like I'm sitting here talking. You know, I was sitting there talking to my roommate about the the character, and I'm like, 
I can't even say his name. It's just so hard to like, it just, it just ties your whole tongue up. Yeah. Stinky thumbs Arbuckle. Also, here's another, like, this is really a problem with it though, is that it's not funny. <laughs> he's <laughs> like not, he's not funny at all. Well, he's not funny, but the name isn't funny either, right? I no. mean, this is something where like Harry Schlong Jr. has the name of the newscaster. That's not funny either, but you understand that that is to mark this movie as having a certain level of humor. Right. But Stinky Thumbs... That doesn't even reach that, right? I mean, that is just, that's very, I hate to use this word, juvenile. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's very sophomoric, but, um, but like, and there's even a scene later in the film where they're trying to explain, he's trying, like, they ask him why he's called that, and he's like, I don't know. Yeah. So it's like they couldn't like they couldn't even come out with like a fucking like reason like a joke as to well, why he's called that. Well, I mean the, I think the suggestion is that he puts his thumb up his ass. I I guess, but still. <laughs> I mean I I I don't want to Well, maybe maybe if that here. maybe if that scene was better lit, we would have known. Oh man. Anyway, so we get introduced as old stinky thumbs and he's got uh some really fake facial hair on and he is just muttering to himself as he prepares to go on a skunk ape Hunt. I'm making myself some skunk ape medicine. No, you know, you got to do the accent. Come on, you got to do it. I was that not it? <laughs> yeah. Now you got to you got to uh, really lean into it. You never uh, steal a man's potato chips. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> anyway, let's hear him talk about the night that skunk ape killed his little brother. Never forget that night he killed my little brother, Bobby Bill Joe John Thug the Thug. <laughs> And he, oh, skunk ape, you're going down today. I can feel it. I feel I'm having a vision. Call me the reverend, call me silly, but I know, I know without a shadow of doubt. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, he's obviously <laughs> making that shit up as he goes, especially that name, which he then has to commit to. I, by I, Bill Joe John Thorpe. And, like, immediately forgets it, which is great. <laughs> Um, What's great but, is that, it, by the way, the name Arbuckle is not part of his little brother's name. No, 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 no. <laughs> Bobby Bill Joe John Third the Third. <laughs> so he's in the process of this uh, scene. Stinky Thumbs is making some sort of formula, or um, and he keeps changing what he calls it too. Like at first, it's Skunk Ape Medicine. Yes. Then it becomes Skunk Soup. Yes. You know, but I but I love the fact that as he's making it, he's basically just stirring this pot with a big knife. Yes, that's right. And he's like adding beans into it because he he says that the skunk ape loves to fart and uh, fun, a farting skunk ape is Yeah, like yeah, we, we need to we need to explain this, okay? So skunk apes like to fart. All right? But they can't see beans. Yes. So so you have to add green food coloring to yes. the beans so that they can see the beans so they can <laughs> eat the beans and fart so they're easier to track. They also love bananas. This by the way that's not going to really play in anything later and on. Not at all. Not at fucking all. He also at one point grabs his flask and pours a little liquor into the formula as like a treat for the skunk. Ape. <laughs> he goes, "Ah, skunk ape will enjoy this too." <laughs> And uh, uh, this actually cuts away from this fucking douchebag to the skunk ape. We get to see it for the first time. You'd think they would have held off on that, but I guess it wasn't really something to build to. Yeah, I mean, there's there's an obvious filler moment, like, uh, actually very soon, um, <laughs> where they're doing like this long shot of the skunk ape stalking somebody like, and they do it from a POV shot. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and it's, it's the worst evil dead POV 
ver- like it's just it's, a camera in 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 some reeds just right, kind of yeah, swinging in, back and forth. Yep, basically. And, uh, and I mean, honestly, they should have just done that until they wanted to reveal it. Nope. First shot of the skunk ape sitting in a fucking tree eating bananas. <laughs> it's just a guy. It's just a guy in a poor ape costume. Eating what the hell was that laugh, man? I just, I was. You sounded, you sounded like you were trying to start your car. <laughs> the skunk ape amuses me uh, briefly. Yeah, the skunk ape is very is is pretty funny for like a moment, and then it just becomes like oh, it, God, it gets a little fucking, rapey later on. So I'm it not gets that... it gets very rapey later on. So look forward to that. So uh, speaking of filler, we go back to Stinky Thumbs, and he hears a knock at the door, which he answers, and there is I think it's a woman. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's a person with a fake British accent and wearing some sort of wig, and I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be male or female. It doesn't really matter, but this is what their conversation is. What? What the hell do you want? Look at you. You just look silly. What do you think I want? Do you have any cheese? Cheese? Jesus Christ! You bastard! Get the hell off my proper suit! Just give me some cheese, man! Oh Christ! So <laughs> that uh, that is apropos of nothing because that person has no like they don't appear again. That this, this They do. Is, they do. The skunk ape kills them. They do? Yeah, because I because rec- I recognize the w- it's the it's the scene directly after the uh, shitty POV, like the guy who he kills. That's the the cheese guy. Oh, that's the cheese guy. Okay, <laughs> I actually noticed something. That's outstanding. Maybe I have that in my notes, and I've just <laughs> it's probably conveniently uh, forgotten. Yeah. So uh, after that, uh, Stinky Thumbs picks up, uh, packs up, sorry, his beans and his uh, medicine or soup or whatever. And actually, he just packs all his shit to take for the hunt. He packs a banana. He does uh, say a great line here, though, like after uh, after the whole cheese scene. He goes, God damn, people always bother me when I'm trying to get skunk ape. <laughs> he, he, by the way, he also refers to the skunk ape as skunky. Skunky. Ooh, skunky. <laughs> and he'll say that a lot before oh. the end of the movie, as you will hear. <laughs> So uh, the background of this scene has uh, uh, Johnny Cash singing Tennessee Flat Top Box. I feel like the reason that this is free on YouTube has to do with a lot of the music rights that I, they certainly did not have. Yeah, yeah. One sure. of the things that uh, Stinky Thumbs packs away is a flag, a small flag that he sees, and he says this about it. Oh, yes. I'll stick this rock in the skunk ape skunk ass. Turns into kill the soul, bitch. Fucking turns into Forrest Gump for a second there. So I sing Dippy Doo Da Day when I kill him. Oh, fuck's sake. Zippity Doo Da Day. I like how he turns into Forrest Gump there for a second. <laughs> skunk ass. Skunk ass. I'll stick this right up the skunk's ass. He also has a shotgun, by the way, which seems like it would be pretty useful to have. Uh, oh, yeah, it goes off. Remember, he's like looking at it. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's be like, careful. Oh, gotta be careful with these things. They're likely to poof. And right like, before all, he like, leaves, he goes, it's skunk ape killing time. All of, like, every single joke in this movie is so fucking obvious. You know, yeah. like, you just see him coming that, from a mile away. And that like, cheese is Christ one. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's, man, that's like borderline, you know, junk food horror fest bad right there. I, I love that, like, the next shot is of a helicopter 
that has just been obviously, hey, there's a helicopter. Quick, film it. <laughs> Even though, it, like, there's no reference to helicopters. It doesn't, like, it has no, no, no uh, uh, reference to what's going on at all. That's a, that's an Ed Wood move right there. So we briefly see Klaus, or as I have written here, some guy in a Panama hat who seems upset. I at call this him, point, I, I call him Super Douche. Super Douche, right. And I did not recognize who it was. And then we're introduced to three other characters uh, who I think are never named. Uh, they are They're, campers. Yeah. And we don't know anything about them. I call them the douche crew. But they do appear to be... Uh, camping. Like, they're looking for a camping spot and drinking beer. Very, very... Now, here's something I need to ask you, Mo. Uh-huh. Was this movie really glitchy for you to watch as well? Yeah, yeah. There were some real uh, some real audio issues. Well, not just audio. Like, the and video would be kind of, like, pausing. Like, it kind of, like, was jumping around. Not jumping around, but it was a little jumpy. I don't know if I necessarily had that issue. That may have been your internet connection, to be honest. But I actually downloaded it from YouTube to oh, watch it. <laughs> uh, then maybe it was the download. I, well, I, I, I don't, don't know. know. Maybe, maybe you, if listeners, if you if you had that experience, you just let us know. But it, yeah, so the movie looks like shit. I should actually maybe make that really clear. But then again, <clears throat> 1997. What are you going to do? So this you're going to use some lighting, is what you're going to do. <laughs> well, the lighting so far it's good. Lighting's no problem. It's still daytime. That's and right. actually and actually it is it's not that great seeing as like a <laughs> character who was five feet in front of the camera, you couldn't tell if it was a woman or a man or you know, what they looked like. Compared it's, to what we're going to get. Oh my so god, that's so true. So this is where, by the way, sweet emotion plays for briefly, and then yep. it turns into like a banjo just fucking I thought it was good. I thought it was gonna be like a deliverance type thing, but no, it's just a banjo play. And that goes right into that awful POV shot you mentioned, Mo. Yep. Uh, Filler and, material. And you're right. Look, I have it right here. The skunk ape jumps at someone in a bad Wayne Campbell wig. <laughs> <laughs> they spit up blood. Night on Bald Mountain plays. Dude is dead. So that was the cheese person. Gotta love a little Flight of the Valkyries. No, not Flight of the Valkyries. It's not Flight of the Valkyries? Oh, I'm pretty sure it's Night on Bald, bald Mountain. Oh, okay. Right? Close enough. No, it's not close. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to keep going. Do, 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 do. Anyway. So uh, then uh, Stinky, <laughs> he's walking around the woods. Or uh, oh, By the way, this movie almost all takes place in the woods because, of course, it does. Well, yeah, low-budget films love the woods. And this is where a lot of the audio gets uh, even worse because there's a lot of wind on the soundtrack. You can hear the wind blowing, Mo. Yeah, they do a lot of uh, in-camera audio and uh, then it cuts to the dudes putting up their tent and we um uh, it's it's this goes on like for a fucking really I, long time i couldn't tell if they were just inept or if this was the joke <laughs> that they couldn't put up their tent properly yeah yeah well honestly mo i'm not going to pretend that i'm an outdoorsman or a woodsman of any sort though i have put up a few tents in my time and uh i've uh, I've, I've pitched a few myself I, i'm pitching one right now yeah Thinking about those sweet stinky thumbs. <laughs> Think, thinking of that skunk ape. <laughs> so yeah, so this like it's like a five minute segment in a movie that is only forty minutes. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's them trying to put up a tent, and then it goes back to Stinky Thumbs, who's looking around, and he's looking for I guess a spot to camp himself, or at least set up for the hunt. And he stops, and he goes, he, "Is there a great place to hunt skunk ape?" He does. He does this great, this great moment, like where he just stops in the middle of a field, and he's like, "This is a great place to to hunt." And it's like, "You're in the middle of a field." Yeah. Like, well, you know, he has a lot more. Ex- he's been doing this for 26 years, Mo. 
Uh, yeah. Well, clearly that says more to his ineptitude than anything else. Oh, but big burn on Stinky Thumbs. Boom, th- Stinky <laughs> Thumbs. Take that. This is what Stinky Thumbs says. Mm-hmm. This is a great place to haunt Skunky. I can feel it. But that Skunky been going around here. Unless I make that Skunk Soup. Skunk Soup. Green dye so we can see it. And smell it. And that's, as you mentioned, Mo, the green dye so you can see it and smell it. Also, it was only five minutes ago in the movie that he just made Skunk Soup. Yeah. We don't, we don't really need it to be reminded. Of yeah, it's happened. like we, he goes all fucking cooking channel again on us and, and makes another batch of skunk soup. I'm like, why? Yeah, we, he, he, like, he's opening cans again and, yeah. and making the soup there. <laughs> so what like, like, o- like, honestly, the only thing that's like worthwhile about this scene over the last one is that his fake facial hair is falling off. <laughs> yes, it is. He also, he's got the banana. He goes, right here, we've got the banana. Skunk ape is a monkey. We cannot deny that. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, the guy is just going off. I just love the idea that the director is there and he's like, this is gold. All of this is hilarious. It will be funny for all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he makes it up. He adds the uh, food dye into it. And then he says, oh, yeah, that's what we call skunk recipe for skunk ape. Yeah. yeah. That's what you call that. <sighs> so then he just sits there and waits, and it fades out. And later he's asleep. <laughs> he just falls asleep, I guess. I love how this movie constantly fades out while people are talking. Yeah, and like the audio fades out too. Yeah. Just- I will say that my other favorite part of the movie is coming up right now where he wakes up and and it looks like, I mean, I thought he was going to wake up and like the skunk would have already stolen everything, but it's not really. He just wakes up and he goes, skunky, come on. Yeah. Also, then- also, why the fuck did he leave the bait like directly next to him? <laughs> I mean, it still works for some reason, but. Because he does have a shotgun. Let's, let's not forget that. Yeah. So he, he takes out her, uh. Harmonica. Skunker! A la Survivor Man. <laughs> and then he starts to sing a song and play the harmonica. And I have to say, I actually did find this really funny because it goes like this. Skunky, come sing this song, Skunky. Skunky. Come on, Skunky. Come on, Skunky. He just, he just blows it to the harmonica. Obviously, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And he goes, Skunky, come and sing this song, Skunky. <laughs> so then the guy, I guess he falls asleep again. Uh, I don't know how that happens. You think, by this whole scene. I assume he's no just good. drunk. I mean, he brought a lot of booze with him. And this, while he's asleep, the skunk ape comes and starts stealing, like, like uh, eating from the bowl of skunk juice or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. And the cowboy guy, sorry, I have written down as cowboy guy. Stinky wakes up and says, I've been hornswaggled again by the skunk. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hornswaggled by a skunk ape. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we see Klaus and we, uh, we discover that he's trying to capture the skunk ape as well as we knew. And he, he makes bird calls. We also discover that he's Klaus. Klaus. Yeah, this, like, is where this, we, this is where we kind of realize it. Yeah. And, Not because uh, they say his name, but because he starts talking again. Yes, he's got the accent. Though uh, I don't actually, I didn't actually make that connection at this point. <laughs> even, though, <laughs> even though I was paying a shocking amount of attention to this dumb, shitty movie. This movie is dumb. 
So he makes bird calls and the skunk ape approaches him, which you think, by the way, if it was that easy, that someone who was hunting it for 26 years might have figured it out. Well, he is drunk. Uh, the ape approaches and a Klaus hits it on the head with a log. And uh, and that's what happens here. Yeah. It, and it took me a second to realize what exactly was happening because, like, I mean, obviously I realized that you hit the skunk ape on the head with a log. But then the skunk ape, like, reappears, like, yeah. mo- moments later. Uh-huh. And, and it isn't until... Uh, until Klaus comes back later that you realize that him hitting the, the skunk ape on the head somehow put the skunk ape on his side. Yeah, he's like under his control yeah. somehow. Though I will also be honest, Mo, until that later part of the movie, I'd forgotten about this log in the head part, so yeah. I, I was doubly confused. Oh, well. <laughs> well, that's just me. I'm not very good at movies. <laughs> so the campers later on... It's dark. And they are sitting around a fire and talking about how they're waiting for the chicks to come. And he's like, there's no chicks here and there's no good beer. And they say, just keep drinking it and it'll taste like Coors Light. Which, I, uh, uh, I, I, I put a really, really fucking horrible note in, in my notes at this point. Let's I hear s- it. I said, douche crew is upset that there are no girls there to rape. Well... That's the, here's the thing, and this was before I realized what was coming up. <laughs> That's a really shitty thing for you to write. It was but, a terrible thing for I. Well, I wrote. I assume. Yeah. Well, I, I, you weren't that far off. I really wasn't. So it like let me reiterate. You can't see anything in these scenes. All you see is fire and the outline of people. Uh, but aside from that, you can only know what's going on by the sound. And you can only really hear the people who are sitting right next to the camera. That's right, because you'll you'll sometimes someone will be like will speak and be very clear, yeah. and then someone else will speak and you can't hear what the fuck they're saying. Yeah, so like Stinky Thumbs, like anytime he talks, I mean you can kind of understand him a little bit better because he's basically yelling everything he says, but uh, at the same time he's still kind of jarbled, you know. So Stinky Thumbs approaches these campers as they're sitting around this fire, and he uh, he basically explains to them about the skunk ape, and they're very. Um, they're not taking it very seriously. They're no. laughing at him. Yep. And it, and this is what that sounds like. You think I'm scary? You ain't seen nothing. Nothing yet. But you might. Y'all sitting bait out here. Just waiting to be gobbled up. Gobbled up. Gobbled up from what? The skunk ape. <laughs> the skunk ape. <laughs> I also love how Stinky goes, I don't want you crying in your tents tonight, pissing your pants. Skunk ape! Skunker! So uh, he then um, he then tells them a little bit more information about how the skunk ape killed his brother. He was hunting beaver, I guess. I think and this is like the, the second or third time we've heard this yeah. skunk killing his brother thing. <laughs> so... I like I like the fact that like after the story of his brother's death, like this is when they decide to ask him who he is. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> and he talks about losing his little brother Billy Bob Joe John Jr. Yeah, yeah. Well, he screws up the name this time. <laughs> he screws up the name this time. Yeah. Campers do not care. Uh, they they ask why he's holding a guitar, and he goes, "That's just so I don't get lonely at night." <laughs> <laughs> I I do. I mean, like like I wish he remembered the name again because like that thud the thud you know joke I thought was actually really funny, uh, but no, he's junior well, this time. Well, eventually he does introduce himself. Yes. My name, my name is Kuda, but people call me a stinky thumbs eye buckle. I don't know why they call me stinky. <laughs> but I just uh, I just go with it, right? 
That was him uh, sniffing one of his thumbs. I feel really bad for anybody who's listening to this episode for that particular scene because, man, that was loud. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I'll probably fix it in post or maybe I won't. No, don't. Don't bother. <laughs> Make him suffer. So he, then he explains what the skunk ape is again about it's stinky. He goes, it stinks so bad. It loves beans and bananas. And he's been tracking it for 26 years. Um, so <laughs> it, it, this is strange because one of the campers like hears something in the woods. Yeah. And again, the screen is almost entirely black at this point. You can't see anything that's going on. You can't see anything. Although I do like that. I do like how, like, all of a sudden now there's a, a ridiculously loud overdubbing of cricket noises. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> that, that'll save the audio. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the campers eventually offer Stinky Thumbs a beer, and he gives them some bananas and a gun. <laughs> and then they start to smell something, which I guess it is important. That the skunk ape uh, stinks because then, uh, then it's his, it's his only tell. Then this happens. I heard his ass. He is going down. The skunk ape. Come on, skunky. Where are you? I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, skunky. Yeah. So so that's uh, Stinky Thumbs heading off to finally get the skunk ape. We hear him shooting, I think. But I, look at this point, I don't know what the fuck is going on in the movie because it's so dark. It's like an audio play. Yeah, and there's like there's an entire scene, like an entire moment, just where they're trying to, they're just where they're telling Stinky Thumbs what kind of beer they have. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, yeah, what, what? just just yeah. just move it along, guys. Uh-huh. Christ, like these dudes should not be doing improv. So then Klaus shows up. <laughs> Klaus does show up, <laughs> and, and this uh, is where it gets super creepy. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. so here's what happens. He sits with them, um, and and I guess they're they're a little freaked out at this point because they've heard some weird noises. They're starting to maybe believe the whole uh, skunk ape thing, and and maybe they're also freaked out by the fact that the guy had a gun right in front of them before. <laughs> and Klaus, but Klaus wants to talk about a different subject. <laughs> he says, "You should relax and talk about the tits. Yeah, you uh, have tits uh, here on this country. Maybe he's right, man." I am very right. Fuck all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know, Let's just have a good time, man. What? You really think there's such thing as a skunk ape? I think there's such thing as a guy with a shotgun running around like a crazy person. That uh, that German accent sometimes it I don't maybe it wasn't a German accent. His name is Klaus. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's terrible. They talk about how women should have good breeding hips and big titties. Uh, which is uh, not very progressive of them at all. Well, just a just a really weird moment. Like this when... movie's attitude towards women is not good. No, no, not really. Um, but like, like it's it's really funny that like the the douche crew guys are the ones who bring up like good breeding hips first. Yeah, it's like, huh? <laughs> just and I'll. By the way, I don't think they're supposed to be assholes. Well, they like, are. <laughs> they are. They are. But I don't think we're supposed to hate them or anything like that. I don't uh, think they're supposed to be douches. Uh, I, I hated them from the second they came mm. on screen. I'm like, these guys, I mean, like, you just look at them like, these guys are douchebags. Look, by the time they arrived in the screen in this movie, I hated everybody. <laughs> and then some women arrive. Actual women arrive in this movie, Mo. Yeah. and what is, of them. And what does Klaus do, like, the second they show up? It's like, he immediately oh. suggests that it's too warm and that they should remove their clothing. Yeah. And, and they, they and they do and they do because they're on a movie set and it's you can bow to pressure when someone tells you to take your top off on a movie set and and you do what the director tells you and so one of the guys 
Of the, so there's three guys and there's two girls. One of the guys suggests that one of the gals go back to the tent with him. And another guy suggests the same thing to another girl. And both girls comply, even though they've barely been there two minutes and have said nothing. Mm-hmm. And then the third guy says, says, I don't know if you heard this, Mo. He goes, it looks like I'm getting sloppy seconds. Yeah, I heard that. I just pretended to uh, to not hear it. This movie's been awful up to this point. Now it's going to kick into overdrive of awful. Yeah, I, I got I got to tell you, like I, you know, there was a moment when 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 we were watching this movie earlier, where my roommate says, "Do you want me to turn this down a little bit?" And I said, "No, keep it up, just in case I can't hear something that somebody says." Yeah, it's very important while I'm taking these notes. When when. When this scene coming up now happens, I'm like, oh, God, I wish I had them turn it down earlier because this is so fucking loud. and This is super fucking awkward. So in one of the tents. The well, camper... well, let's let's be fair in both of the tents, in both of the tents. <laughs> so there's a dude, one of the dudes, one of the campers. He's fucking this girl. Yeah, and it's fucking loud. And it's loud. At least they're not toys. At least yeah. they're not Barbie dolls. Yeah. But it's they're loudly fucking. And the woman hears a noise. She goes, what's that noise? And he goes, the sound of love, baby. I but know. it's not the sound of love, Mo. It's the sound of skunky. It's skunky. It's the skunk ape himself. Oh, my God. It's skunky. He's going to rape the girls. So he suddenly runs in and he kills the guy. Uh, I think he, like, throttles him to death or something. Yeah, like, like bashes him in the head. So whatever. Then he starts um, humping the girl. Well, she starts to she starts to try to crawl away, and that puts her into a really bad position when there's a skunk ape around. Yeah, so she's on all fours, and mm-hmm. you can guess what. And so that is awful. And also, she runs off, and like she eventually gets away. And it, the part where she's running but, away, but it, does she? <laughs> that's right. She is she is literally being lit by a flashlight yep. when she's running away. So mm-hmm. you can't uh, this movie, man. So, uh, you know how there was an other, another couple? <laughs> yeah. They are, like, uh, dry humping. And she says, I can't wait to feel your dick. <laughs> so, her name is Bubbles, by the way. Because I, have, the, I have no words. Yeah. The, the guy keeps saying, oh, Bubbles. And we also see during the closing credits where they have some outtakes about her being called Bubbles. Yeah, what was the other one's name? Because they say it in the credits. Was, I wish I could say it was important. <laughs> Oh, it's not important at all. I just I just remember them being them both having really idiotic names. It's like bubbles and something. I don't know. So uh, the guy gets attacked by. I mean, exactly the same thing happens. It's the exact same thing happens. Yeah. So she she starts to she gets humped a little bit and he runs off with her. Yeah. Um. So then, boy, this next part is really hard. I think it's the third guy getting attacked by the skunk ape. Mm-hmm. And then Stinky he arrives and, and they he make, sees they make a really shitty Planet of the Apes reference. What does he say? Uh, something about taking something from cold dead hands. It's oh it's right, really fucking bad. <laughs> he didn't. He doesn't even yell at you, damn dirty ape. So he sees the guy in the crowd, which would have been a much better reference. Of course, it would. Yeah. Have. So uh, basically, Stinky Thumbs gives the guy closure as he dies. Oh, oh speak to me, son. What? That, that mother fucking barbaric skunk ape. He's out of the game. Rest in peace, my son. Your name will not go in vain. Skunky, you're going down tonight. Phantom of the Opera is there. <laughs> yup. So that's what happens there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Now, now is this is this before or after Stinky finds the like slips on the skunk ape poop and that's that's before that's, that's this right here was before. Oh, okay, all right, okay. So, and, and in fact, I think I think this goes back now to the other guy who was screwing his girlfriend, who gets uh, he gets attacked and she gets uh, uh, humped by the skunk ape and he carries her off. Yeah, my my notes right here, by the way, say skunk ape kills the guy and rapes the girl. Dot yeah. dot dot. Doug, I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at this point i was earning that hate oh yeah <laughs> so now it actually i think it cuts to like the sun rising which i was very relieved by yeah because i was like at least the natural light will make it a little bit easier to see shit which is which is really great because my roommate pointed out that that's actually a sunset <laughs> who gives a shit <laughs> I, I, I just thought it was really funny <laughs> so then uh yeah so stinky is still tracking the skunk ape and he goes that skunk ape poop he's close i can smell it uh, and then we cut to Klaus, who has tied uh, one of the women to the tree, and uh, the skunk ape brings the second woman. So he's basically those women from before, Bubbles and whoever. They, they've tied them to a tree for the purpose of impregnating them, uh, so then to create, like, skunk ape super soldiers, something like that. Yeah, the master race of skunk ape men. Uh, it's funny, though, because <laughs> because when they cut to the woman tied to the tree already, I'm like, is this a different woman? Because, like, it was, yeah. so, it was so dark before, I'm like... Is this can't be the is this the same person? They're attractive young women. They're not bad looking girls. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> and then Klaus uh in his that, instru- that made me feel like a creepy old man right there, yeah. but yeah. They're they bring on the girls. Oh yeah, bring out the girls. So, skunker! Skunker! So, speaking of creepy, Klaus says this to the to the skunk ape. Skunk! Come on with her and do your thing. Come on. This is going crazy. You must do your stuff now. Go! 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 So that sound at the end there was not, thankfully, it was not the skunk ape humping something. It was actually Klaus whipping the skunk ape. Yeah. A, a la Bride of the Monster. <laughs> um, does, uh... Is Klaus and Stinky Fing- Stinky Thumbs <laughs> Stinky Fingers? Uh, Klaus and Stinky Thumbs played by the same guy. They are not, according to the credits. And in fact, Klaus is played by the director Mike C. Hartman. Well, I knew that. I'd... But uh, J- Jason Severson plays Stinky Thumbs. Oh, however, that could of course be a nom de plume. Yeah, well, I was thinking because I I didn't notice it uh, while watching the movie, but right there, like the the like they're. Like stinky and Klaus's like accents become real mangled up together right there. I thought his accent there sounded like the crazy Russian hacker. <laughs> anyway, that's just that's just a reference for me. Um, so by the way, this movie's just about over. Like really, just about over. Yeah, we got about a minute left to it. <laughs> so Stinky arrives and he unties the girls. And they run off, or they so they try to run off. They fall and 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 when we say Stinky arrives, like um, like he immediately he, he immediately shows up and unties them. And because Klaus was whipping the skunk ape, I guess the ape gets upset and he turns around and kills Klaus. Good. And then Stinky and the skunk ape have a fight. A and fist he, fight at first, and he keeps calling him Stinky nuts, which I thought was really kind of <laughs> like stupid funny. Uh, at one point, Stinky does sweep the leg, which is a good skunk ape maneuver. Yeah, well, you know, you got to sweep the leg, John. They, he tackles the ape to the ground, but in the process, the ape half pulls off his mustache and I, beard. It's so great. And he goes, my pride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stinky has a handgun, by the way. It's a Luger for some goddamn reason. Yeah, uh, you, you and, think Klaus would have that, but whatever. He probably did. We just never saw it. Uh-huh. 
And uh, this culminates, this fight culminates in... Well, Stinky. no, because because uh, Stinky had that Luger back from the point where he was, uh, like, from the cheese guy scene. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so so then they uh, culminate, the, sorry, the scene culminates, the fight, with Stinky shooting the ape in the head. Yeah. So I guess that's all it took. And then, and then, and then here comes your favorite moment of the film. <laughs> Who has got the last laugh? I think it's me. It is me! It is me. <laughs> 26 years! 26 years! You're dead! <laughs> You're dead, Skokie! You're dead! Dead! <laughs> so if you want to see that part, I have taken the clip out of the film and put it over on our Facebook group and on my Twitter feed. Um, it's, 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 it should, th- it, thank, thank you for that, by the way. It should be noted that at that point, he has buried the body of... Oh no! This is right before he buries it. So yeah, 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 what, yeah, yeah. So what it is is the 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 corpse of the skunk ape is now just a costume filled with paper or something. Yep. And, and he has a shovel. I don't know where he got the fucking shovel, but I guess he has a shovel and he starts bashing Skunky's head in while laughing like that. It's pretty maniacal. Yeah. It's oh my god! It's Skunker. So then he buries the body, but keeps the head with him. I I I love this line here. I don't know why you didn't grab this audio clip, but it's it's great. He goes, "Your body will lay here, but your head will stay with me." Come on, sugar. And then he gives the head a kiss. Yeah, and that's the end of the movie. That's the end. That is the end of Wrath of the Skunk Ape, a very poor <laughs> movie. Can can I just state for the record that so so they do the typical thing where like during the closing credits they play yes. the uh, the like the blooper reel sort of thing. It was fucking awkward and creepy as fuck. It absolutely was because most of the clips have to do with the women yeah. who who look confused and irritated while the guy is like basically just yelling at them to like on how they're gonna get fucked by this skunk ape. Yeah. It's really, really creepy. In my notes I have these poor women and I really felt sorry for them because yeah. they they all they were in the movie for was to I mean, I, I mean, let's face it. We watch a lot of exploitation movies, so it's not that uncommon for women to be in it just for the TNA purposes. Right, right. But this was such a thankless thing for them to do. And I don't know if they were like the girlfriends of the people involved or something like that, but I have to say, ew, just really gross. Yep. And uh, the credits themselves are not, not really noteworthy, except for how they end, Mo. How do they end? Uh, well, uh, it ends with a, uh, memorial to Roddy McDowell from the planet of the apes, from the planet of the apes. And then it says, look for us on MySpace. Look for them on MySpace, folks. They might still have a MySpace page. Oh, I, I hope, wouldn't know. I hope so. But, uh, that is all we have to say about Wrath of the Skunk Ape. Actually, that's not all we have to say. Mo, what did you think of Wrath of the Skunk Ape? It... I mean, it had a couple of laughs, but honestly, I, I was cringing through most of it. It's not great. I, I feel like we'd, we'd be even more uh, brutal towards it if we hadn't just watched Nightmare Museum, which is so much worse. Oh, I, yeah, it's without a doubt. I mean, the fact is, almost everything about Wrath of the Skunk Ape is bad. The acting is bad. The dialogue is bad. The editing is bad. The photography is unwatchable. The audio... I mean, it's just all bad, start yeah. to finish. Mm-hmm. So... So the fact that we were able to squeeze any kind of enjoyment out of it at all is more of a testament to Osmo than it is to the creators of Wrath of the Skunk Ape. I'll, I'll take it, sure. I'll take it, and I'll like it. As we mentioned before, Mike C. Hartman, the director and, uh, and one of the stars of Wrath of the Skunk Ape, has gone on to a lengthy low-budget movie career, including uh, one of the 
the series directors of Wolfman Max Chiller Drive-In, which seems like it's one of those uh, TV shows where they watch public domain movies, which I'm not too familiar with. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, we at one point or another will check out another Mike C. Hartman movie. I feel like there's only one way to go, uh, Mo, and that's up. There's no other possible option. I mean, this is this is this is pretty bottom of the barrel right here. If you are a listener of No Budget Nightmares who have watched other Mike C. Hartman's efforts, why don't you let us know if they're any good? Maybe we should check them out. I'm holding off judgment. This isn't like Igor fuckface, <laughs> <laughs> where I have I have damned him for all it- all eternity. No, Mike C. Hartman. I recognize that you were just fucking around with some friends. You put this movie for free on YouTube. How how pissed can I be? about it right yeah what was i expecting something good well yeah maybe <laughs> a little bit but um i do respect the fact that your next uh directorial effort according to your imdb page isn't until 2003 which suggests that you were didn't want to just shit out another pile of garbage like this yeah and well maybe waited to shit out another pile of garbage Who knows? hey 2003 well, it's a that's a lot of evolution between 97 and 2003 yeah well that's true and the technology too, for the most part. You listen to a lot of Limp Bizkit in 2003, Mo? Me? No. Because according to Limp Bizkit, it's my way, my way or the highway. I'm just going to hang up now. Now Mo, <laughs> now, Mo, you like the band Kiss, right? I do like Kiss, yeah. You like you like that terrible band, Kiss. Yeah, yeah you like to mock me for my love of Kiss. Because mm, you like them and they suck, right? I like them the and, they're, and they're great, but go ahead. We have some listeners of our show who are... Big kiss heads, as I like to call them. <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't mock how awful kiss are here on yeah, the show. Yeah, you don't want to mark, mock the kiss army, okay? Yeah, well, the army. They are yeah. an army. Yeah. They're an army of fucking idiots. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Doug. Where is this coming from? <laughs> well, I was just reading the title, Detroit Blood City, and I was thinking oh. about how stupid kiss fans are. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So if you don't like me, Doug Tilly, that's fine. I don't care. You still got Mo on your side. Yeah, he loves, man. He loves post Danzig Misfits and Kiss. <laughs> Mike C. Uh, Hartman's other films, I'm sure, are very good. Mo! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm going to find out what the plot summary of Detroit Blood City is. Maybe it has to do with Kiss fans. Sure, sure. It says here, contaminated pot turns stoners into zombies. Yeah, that sounds like Kiss fans to me. <laughs> yeah. Remember those? Uh, remember there was those photos of Gene Simmons having sex. I try to not think about that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do remember that. He's kind of a piece of shit, huh? No, he's a thorough piece of shit. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am not a Gene Simmons fan at all. He just happens to be part of a band I like. Who's your favorite member of Kiss, Mo? Oh, Ace Frehley, definitely. What about the Catman, Peter uh, Chris? Peter Chris can suck a dick. He's the worst. Remember in um, like pe- his- people like to make fun of Ringo for his drumming. Sorry, Ringo's a pretty decent love. Yeah, he's he's actually a pretty decent drummer. You know, for what he did, Peter Chris is a terrible fucking drummer. Yeah, but what about in Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park when Peter Chris was doing all those cat puns? Uh, I it's want- perfect. I wanted to punch him every fucking second he was on that on that screen. Well, that's just your opinion. Yeah. And this is from a guy who likes Kiss. <laughs> so Mo and I decided that because we just watched two pieces of excrement, that it was time for us to treat ourselves. And in conjunction with treating ourselves, I was reminded uh, via an email thread with the great Robert Long, who is a fan, longtime supporter and listener of the show, 
that he appeared in the WNUF Halloween special from a couple of years ago, uh, which I've actually seen uh, from 2013, uh, directed by Chris LaMartina. And I love it. I love that movie a lot. And I know Mo has not seen it yet. So. I have I have not, but I have heard nothing but good things. What's great about this, this is actually going to be great for a number of different reasons. A, I love it. I think it's great. And it's something that's uh, really special and really one of the, the kind of peak examples of ultra low budget filmmaking in the last few years. B, because Robert's in the movie. So that's really cool. It's nice to be able to support people that we like already. But the third reason is that one of the commercials, so that just to, to give you an idea of what this movie is all about, it's actually presented as if it was a recording of an old news broadcast, including the commercials in between uh, as the broadcast is ongoing. Mm-hmm. And one of those commercials was directed by Lonnie Martin. Do you remember who Lonnie Martin is, Mo? Shit, that name sounds so fucking familiar. He was the director of Women's Studies. Oh, was that was a movie that we didn't care for i'm i'm less excited now (laughs) it's just a commercial in the context of the movie he's not actually you know he didn't really contribute much to the actual thing good so but uh but there is actually a lot of different low budget directors who were involved in this but i just wanted to mention that quickly but i guess it was masterminded by chris lamartina and uh we'll check this out w wnuf halloween special from 2013 we will be watching that for the next episode of No Budget Nightmares. Indeed. Indubitably. Ah, okay, <laughs> I think you just had a stroke or something. Mo, there was something else I wanted to mention on this broadcast. Sure, what's up? <laughs> since, since it's run a little short anyway, once again. <laughs> uh, upcoming on June 30th, so that should still be uh, well before, uh, sorry, well after this episode comes out. Yeah. Will be in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, um, the um, at the Royal Cinema. Actually, a combination of locations, including the Royal Cinema in Toronto. They are having the What the Film Festival 2016. And I only bring this up, Mo, because uh, this is actually going over three days. They're showing some really interesting, rare movies at the uh-huh. cinema itself. Uh, but on the, the Friday, on Canada Day, July 1st, Mo, they will be screening a back-to-back... <laughs> Showing a science crazed, Ooh. followed by things. Oh my god, that sounds like a really good time. And in fact, what it is, it's a pay to leave marathon. So you get charged five dollars to go in, but you get it back as long as you make it to the end. <laughs> that's awesome. So that so it, it, and in fact, that's not all you get. You get a uh, there's a uh, the what the film shorts. Uh, so it's a collection of weird short films, followed uh-huh. by a secret film, a Canadian drama, which is supposed to be just as fucked up and strange as Science Crazed and Things. And then you get Science Crazed, and then you get Things, and then you get a uh, show, a laser blast jam and a dance party afterwards. You got to sit through it all if you want to get that five big ones. I don't know if I'd make it all the way to the end, to be honest. I'd make it through the movies just fine. but man, Oh, I think you only need to make it through the movies. Oh, thank goodness. Because, man, do I not want to be part of some laser jam dance party. I don't give a shit about that. I need yeah. to watch those movies. But I am going to be there. And if you are in Toronto, you can be there, too. And you uh, will also be joined by Rewind This director, Josh Johnson. He's also going to be attending the screenings. Good guy. Uh, yeah, really good guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and you can uh, you can say hello to half of the No Budget Nightmares crew. Yeah. The lesser oh. half. The, yeah. What a fucker. Anyway, <laughs> Mo, have you... Oh, wait. No, I was going to ask you if you've seen anything interesting lately. But first, I need you to tell me if people want to get more 
no budget nightmares. They want to squeeze out a little more. Sorry, Mo, I know you need to use the bathroom, but (laughs) you need to squeeze out some no budget goodness. What's the best way for them to do so? No, just go on to Facebook and uh, do a search for no budget nightmares. Or they can go to nobudgetpodcast.com, check out all of our old episodes, subscribe via Stitcher, which I guess was just purchased recently by, anyway, I don't know, uh, iTunes or on Google uh, Music. You can also now subscribe to our show via that as well. Uh, and you can follow both Mo and myself on Twitter. He is at DrunkOnVHS, and I am at Doug underscore Tilly. That's T-I-L-L-E-Y. And I'm beloved by all on there, so you should definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> did I did I miss anything else? You can also uh, support us on Patreon. Please do that. Do a search. Actually, the link is right there on nobudgetpodcast.com. Why don't you uh, toss us a few dollars and we'll, that'll keep us watching shitty movies like the one we just covered and uh, good ones like the one we're about to cover on the next episode. Yeah, and if you want uh, if you want all things Mo Porn, you should go on to Facebook and do a search for Cult of Mo Porn. There are, yeah. There are five members. We're really tearing things up. I'm one of those members. Yeah. That's a, 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 a Facebook group in support of One Mo Porn. Yeah. That cr- created by me. <laughs> well, I should then mention that on Twitter, you can always follow <laughs> at DTITFM, which is the Doug Tilly is the fucking man Twitter account, which was not created by me. Yeah. Which was just, you know, it was put together by one of my ravenous fans. Well, in fairness, in, oh. fa- in fairness, I, o- I only created it. It wasn't my <laughs> idea. This was no. all, a, this is like a Stephen Granger joke going way back, you know. That guy loves jerking you off. He he loves the Cultimo board. What can I should, say? I should mention, by the way, that Science Crazed screening is a 25th anniversary screening of Science Crazed. It's pretty cool. Pretty fucking cool. As long as you consider it. Being a 1991 movie instead of a 1989 movie. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, have you watched anything interesting lately? Uh, yeah, I, a couple things. Uh, I watched um, that kind of, I guess, werewolf movie, uh, Howl. That was. Uh, oh yeah, is that any good? It was okay. I, it, I mean, it's nothing to write home about, but I mean, it's, but I mean, it's, it's certainly serviceable. Uh, I watched that documentary, Jacko. Oh right. Uh, very good. I really enjoyed it. Um, like, I didn't know a lot about his personal life. I, you know, I just sort of knew him from like weather report and stuff. Um, Have you watched the OJ documentary yet? Which one? Well, there was the there was the TV series, The People vs. OJ Simpson. Oh, so I watched I, that. I know you did, and you liked yeah. it, right? I thought it was good. Yeah, it was pretty fucking good considering how ridiculous it should have been. Yeah, especially with that cast, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. But but the the ESPN thirty for thirty. Folks, they just did a something like an eight-hour-long documentary that is supposed to be absolutely fucking amazing. Really? Uh, they've been airing it over the past few weeks, but it's available, I think, on the ESPN website to watch. Everyone says that it's one of the best documentaries they've ever seen. I mean, it, it the, the response to it has been overwhelmingly positive, even if you don't give a shit about OJ, which, honestly, until I watched The People vs. OJ Simpson, I didn't really care that much. I didn't, I mean, I didn't give a shit either. But now I'm super interested, so I, <laughs> I want to check it out. <laughs> what, what's that one called? It's called... <laughs> it's called Vamp for a second while I look this up. That's right. I'm in a fucking dark room. So let's see. O.J. Simpson documentary. Spelled that wrong, but it should come up anyway. <laughs> and that, of course, is called O.J. Made in America, a five-part 30 for 30 documentary. All right. Got to check that out. I know recently at Hot Docs out in Toronto, they um, they aired it like in one sitting, the complete like eight or nine hour thing, but everyone was just riveted. Wow. 
So what else have you seen lately, Mo? Uh, I watched uh, last last the last thing I'll mention. I watched uh, that documentary about Twisted Sister, the We Are Twisted Fucking Sister. Mo, um, Mo, what is that? A Twisted Sister pin on your uniform? <laughs> is that a pledge pin? <laughs> I want to rock, rock. Um, was it yeah, good? Yeah, it was. It wasn't bad. Like I mean, it basically it only covers like the band's history from like from like inception to like early 80s oh re- weird Before yeah they, like, they kind of hit it big on the MTV. yeah yeah i mean like basically the movie ends with them hitting it big and then they're oh, like it's pretty cool and then they're, then they're like we could tell you the story of of them blah 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 but that's another movie i'm like uh, no I, that, I i was expecting to see that <laughs> that's the movie i want to watch yeah that's actually the movie i want to watch but all right well whatever. i want to watch I- watch uh, so mo you love kiss post danzig misfits and twisted sister I, I didn't say I love no God. <laughs> uh, I uh I I do love Kiss and I do love uh, uh Post Danzig Misfits. I do love da- Danzig Misfits. Um I, I I mean I would say I'm a fan of Twisted Sister. They were always a band that made me laugh when I was a kid, you know. Um they, I mean they're not like they're nothing amazing. <laughs> you know. Definitely better bands out there, but they're but but D Snyder's an interesting cat and uh the rest of the uh, the movie was was interesting too. I it was good. It was really well done. Anything else? Uh I watched a documentary called Sugar Coated. Oh, okay. Um about like, you know, how like we all eat too much sugar and how we're all going to die because of it. Mhm. Uh you know, I basically, you know, I sat there with my soda and was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Guess know, I'll but... switch to diet soda. No, I will not. Baboom. What did I watch? I watched Highlander. Nice. Because we are on a different podcast that I contribute to. We're covering movies that have a tonal or a uh, genre shift between first and second movie. Oh. So movies with a sequel where they have basically different genres in the sequel. Yeah. Um, and, and while I think Highlander 2, I didn't pick it, is kind of a stretch for that, uh, it certainly is one of those examples where a uh, okay movie is followed by a shitty one. So that's something. The quickening is really bad. I haven't seen the Renegade version for many years. I wonder if it is a lot better. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, Highlander Highlander isn't very good. <laughs> like, it's it's really fun to watch. And Clancy Brown is fucking great in it. He really and, is. And, and Sean Connery's tons of fun in it. But, like, watching it, it's like it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, I, I do love the idea of a Scottish Spaniard. But... <laughs> he says at one point, I'm Egyptian. Like, like that's supposed to fucking make it better. <laughs> But anyway, Highlander, that's got, um, that's uh, when uh, Russell McCahey still cared about making good movies. Mm. <laughs> he made that Gods of Egypt one, eh? Oh, did he? Did he? No, he didn't. Alex Proyas did. Oh. I don't know why I said that. Still I think a- he made one of the, the Mummy sequels. Still a piece of shit. Yes. But uh, let's see. Did I watch anything else recently? Probably, but nothing I can really remember. I've been really into Eric Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know what? I watched Sharktopus, which is shitty. Not no, da 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 da. You take that everything, back. Everything okay over there, Mo? That sharktopus is fucking great, man. Uh, what's great about it? It's just a lot of fun. It's so fucking silly and ridiculous. Like, I mean, like, and and to think, like, I mean, yeah, sure. Look, looking at wow, you you're really throwing yourself behind. This is the hill that you want to die on. It, this, this is the hill that I will die on. Like, look, like in the post Sharknado world, it seems like a really shitty movie. But that's only because, like, the world's been so inundated with shark-related horror films. When it came out, like, before all that stuff happened, like, it was so... It was, like, 
game changing. It was like, this is great. You know, and it's just so ridiculous and stupid and fun. And I still, I still, I still think it is. A movie has to stand on its own two tentacles. Oh, shush you. (laughs) And uh, my watch of Sharknado, and you have to recall, I like Eric Roberts a lot. Right. (laughs) Probably. Uh, So I was like, I was predisposed to enjoy it, but, uh, but no, it just seemed really not like, especially once it hits the halfway mark and it's just the same shit over and over and it's not very violent because it was made for TV and it's just a bunch of people in bikinis and it just feels, it feels very much 2010. Well, whatever. Um, Boom! See, I, I remember when it came out, I did a, uh, a written review for it back on my, written. on my old, shut up you, uh, back on my old blog <laughs> and I believe I gave it five stars. Five stars. Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, like, because at the time, I, at the time, it was like a near perfect movie for me. I fucking loved it. I do also, since you mentioned uh, a change of opinion that you haven't had yet about Sharknado. Oh, sorry, not Sharknado, Sharktopus. Easily mistaken. No, uh, not at all. I recently took part over at the podcast Under the Stairs, as I mentioned on the most recent episode, in their lengthy David Cronenberg retrospective. Right. We ended up recording for six hours. Uh, and the final podcast is over five hours. So if you want to hear me talk about every single David Cronenberg movie, you can do that. It's over on the podcast under the stairs. Just do a search on Facebook or uh, or on Google, and you'll uh, it'll bring you to it. Podcast not, under the stairs. I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to do that. No, that's too long. <laughs> that's, that's too long to sit there. But people have like people have been getting back to me. They're like, "Well, I listened to the whole thing, and all I could think is, what the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> the weird thing is that um, in, at the last moment, two of the people who were going to contribute to that podcast dropped out. So there was only three of us talking for five hours. Ugh. And one of those people were Scottish. I would have been fucking asleep at like the two and a half hour mark. We started recording at 9 a.m. Ugh. Yeah, by noon, I would have wanted to like kill somebody. Well, I did, but I didn't. So, uh, so if you if, if that does sound like fun to you, then you can definitely seek that out, Mo. I don't think there's anything else I need to say, boy. I got nothing else. On the next episode of No Budget Nightmares, we will be discussing the WNUF Halloween Special. It's good. Seek it out between now and the time that we record our episode. Or if you really want to uh, show your allegiance to No Budget Nightmares, why don't you go have a little look at Wrath of the Skunk Ape? It's on YouTube right now. Yeah, give it a give it a look. See, I mean, it's it's so short that like it's really hard to not recommend it. You know, it's not good, but at, at the very least, it'll be over soon. Yeah, just like it used to say on MathNet back on Square One Television, <laughs> it's it's alive but it's short. Mm-hmm. All right, Mo. I guess you should say good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> good night, everyone.